Hello and welcome to episode number six. Before we get started, I recommend that you grab a notepad and a pen or pull up the notes app on your cell phone because today I am sharing a ton of information. So who wants to talk about Pinterest? I know I do. Let's get started, shall we? If you're ready for an authentic, transparent conversation on bridal fashion, clean beauty, and cannabis, then you've come to the right place. The Perry Rose Report is a weekly podcast discussing growth, success, and community in these flourishing industries. All right, guys, so today's topic is a big one, Pinterest. If we have ever had a conversation about social media, then you know firsthand how much I value Pinterest as a part of a digital marketing strategy. I don't think that it really matters what industry that you're in. Um, If you're approaching Pinterest with a really creative, uh, really strategic, of course, you know I love the S word, um, approach, then you have immense opportunity at your reach uh, with that platform. Now, a quick little disclaimer, just want to insert this here to say that I'm going to give you guys a very transparent look at some of the wins that I've gotten for Perry Rose Media and clients of ours, Um, and I'm also going to give you some best practices today. Um, All of this information I'm going to deliver to you is going to be kind of more focused on like organic marketing. I don't have any qualms with advertising, but I prefer to put in my heart and soul into a marketing strategy before we start incorporating ad dollars, especially on social media. And I just wanted to also say that um, you may take all of the information from this podcast and apply it to your own account and don't see results as quickly as some of the results that maybe I've gotten from my clients. And everybody's social media account is very unique, very different. Um, And I just want to make sure that you know before introducing any new strategies into your social media account that um, every action is responsive and the type of content that you post and how frequently, um, among other things, can really impact uh, your numbers. So just be aware that once you start introducing new uh, tactics into your marketing strategy that you may see a dip or you may see a massive growth right away and there's just no telling what's going to happen. All right, so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my love affair with Pinterest. Um, It all started back, I want to say, oh my gosh, it might have been two years ago now, where I was, you know, seeing some other marketers, um, not just in my industry, but especially like in the fashion and art space, really succeeding well with Pinterest. And I said to myself, you know, can I do this? Like, why not? Um, I had a really good you know, um, repertoire going for some other social platforms. And I figured I'd love to add Pinterest into that mix. Now I had managed Pinterest before, but it wasn't, um, kind of to the high level that it it is today. Uh, I think back in the day it was really just like, you know, I'll put stuff out there and, you know, hopefully, hopefully things get seen. I think only very very, like specific industries were even making use of Pinterest at that time versus like nowadays. Um, You know, it really, again, does not matter what industry you're in. You could be selling refrigerators, you could be a shoe company, um, clean beauty. There's an opportunity for everybody to create a story there. And so, yeah, so I just really was like, hey, let me uh, see what I can do here. Like, 
how quickly can I get results and what does it take to do that and how responsive is this platform and you know um at the time that I was getting into all of this is when Instagram started making a lot of dramatic algorithm changes and you know it just kind of like showed me that I think that it's smart to have multiple uh, different key players um, on the table, so to speak, I guess. Is that where a key player is? On the field? Whatever. You know what I mean. Um, I think it's important to have a lot of different activities happening for you, and um, a lot of companies, I find, put all their eggs in one basket, whether that's um, putting all of their focus on Instagram or all of their focus on uh, Facebook, and um, Pinterest can be a huge win. So like I said, I just really wanted to see what the heck all of the... Um, you know, all the noise was about. So what I did was I had already had a Pinterest account, like I said, and I had like 20,000 viewers at that time. So I wasn't starting from zero, but I definitely wasn't starting from, you know, any real high level of activity whatsoever. And so I just started, um, you know, A-B testing different tactics and strategies. Um, one of my little growth hacks that I uncovered was quotes. And if you do not make your own branded quotes, you're a damn fool. I'm sorry. That is like what Pinterest thrives on is freaking quotes. And it's such an excellent way to bring people to your account to view your other um, content and also create lead magnets and all different kinds of things. We'll get to more of that later. But so I just started doing all these different things and I um, signed up for Tailwind, which I'm a huge fan of Tailwind and I will also talk more about later. But I just started getting into all of this and doing a lot of activity and trying to be pretty consistent. And in two months, I grew my account 100% organically from 20,000 monthly viewers to 2 million. Yes, 2 million organically. No paid advertising, no, you know, influencer marketing. This was just 100% me doing what I thought would work and realizing that it freaking did, my friends. Now, for the sake of transparency, I do want to let you guys know that I didn't uh, really like maintain that high level of activity on my account and instead put, you know, all of my time and energy into growing my clients' accounts. So my account doesn't maintain 2 million monthly viewers, but I'm sure that I could quite easily jump back up to that number um, with some of the strategies that I now know how to use. Um, but I kind of rock like a steady 200,000, which still does a lot for me, even though it's a heck of a lot less than 2 million, it's still a heck of a lot more than the 20,000 that I was, you know, working with way back when. In 2019, Perry Rose Media's clients made over 10 million impressions. Pinterest was an integral part of the digital marketing strategy to make that possible. Currently, we manage accounts directly um, for two different companies, and we also, you know, kind of oversee for another two. And I tell all of my clients, especially those in the wedding, clean beauty, and cannabis industries, that you need to incorporate Pinterest into your marketing strategy. If not for the sake of growing and getting the positive SEO impact, um, but to be a resource and a tool for your client experience. If you haven't noticed yet, this is about to be a golden egg of info. So here are some examples to illustrate what I mean by using Pinterest as a part of your client experience. 
We represent Status Salon Agency and we work on their Pinterest account. And we approach the account um, as being a resource for numerous things. We use it for the client's sake. So when they come to the Pinterest account, they can seek out some of that beauty inspiration that they're you know, already using Pinterest for. We are creating different boards for them to engage with that are providing them with you know, inspiration for their wedding day, maybe a new color service, possibly, um, you know, microblading or one of the skin services that we talk about. And in general, we just want to, once again, really highlight being a resource of information and kind of using Pinterest as a hub to share all of this amazing expert knowledge that Status Salon Agency has, which further drives, you know, not only trust between them and their clientele, um, but also a sense of, you know, communication and camaraderie on a bit of a more personal level because, you know, what's more personal than your stylist being able to give you, you know, inspiration and um, experience and knowledge and value right at your fingertips. For the last eight months, we have also worked with Ivory House Creative. They make absolutely beautiful semi-custom and custom wedding stationery. So if you are getting married in 2020 or 2021, highly suggest that you check out the new collection that just dropped, just saying. Um, but Ivory House Creative has also really mastered this resource you know, perspective opportunity when it comes to Pinterest, um, especially through blog writing. We have created stationary guides, postage guides, um, as well as a number of, you know, kind of detailed looks at offerings and upgrades and, you know, what the difference between different features are. And so, you know, when you go to Ivory House Creative's blog and additionally their Pinterest account, you have the opportunity to learn not just everything about their products, but kind of everything that revolves around using their type of service. And even if you're not using Ivory House Creative Services, um, though I suggest you do, uh, you can really see that this person is providing you a lot of knowledge that is going to transcend the vendor that you're working with and just become a really valuable piece of knowledge. And once again, that's just such an amazing piece to incorporate into your entire, you know, PR marketing strategy. Uh, and we use Pinterest for Ivory House Creative to, again, distribute that content, um, providing the account be more of a resource base. And what this has actually led to is more views and tractions around content that's more salesy and less informative. And we have seen in the last uh, month, month and a half, sales really take off, especially for some new products that we've introduced. Um, that of course has a lot to do with uh, a really tactical strategy when it comes to pairing content visually because Pinterest has a super powerful uh, visual search tool that works just as powerfully um, as keywords and key phrases in you know, Google searches. So it's really important just to make sure that you're aligning, you know, the content across the platform to be not only on brand, but really relevant for your ideal customer. And what we've been able to see is by kind of putting all of those pieces together, um, it's really working for her. And it's really quite amazing to see um, the opportunity to have some passive revenue streams open up for a client 
uh, just by using Pinterest really effectively. Speaking of effectively, let's talk really quickly about some of the changes that have been announced recently on Pinterest. So about two years ago, I hosted this Pinterest workshop and gave a lot of resource and information about um, at the time how I was growing my account and a lot of the information that I provided then um, has especially with this most recent updated become virtually useless. So I'm really sorry to announce that, but that's just how algorithms work, my friends. Anyway, so fresh content, fresh content is going to become more relevant and more valuable to Pinterest. What the heck does that mean to you? A few things. First and foremost, you're going to need to make more content. You're going to need to diversify that content and you're going to need to be consistent with doing those first two things very frequently or not frequently, just consistently. Um, and really what that means is, is that your account needs to be operating with at least 15 to 25 pins per day, never more than 50. Um, and changing copy is not enough. So if you are taking one pin and moving it to multiple boards, um, side note, don't put it the same pin on more than 10 boards. Um, but if you're doing that just to kind of, you know, diversify your distribution, just know that changing copy is not enough. So if you are creating graphics for blog posts or to, you know, promote a product, um, I personally really love to use Canva because I'm balling on a budget and I will, you know, move the text on an image in different areas, incorporate different um, filters or saturation levels if possible, and just try to make um, as much of a difference as possible. Um, if you're somebody that uses a lot of the same templates for your blogs and graphics, just consider using um, you know, maybe a couple extra different ones going forward and also making sure that when you're using templates that you're using different photos every time. The, the fresh aspect is going to, like I said, become even more relevant and valuable to Pinterest algorithms. That's just why I want to kind of stress that. Um, you know, again, what you're going to need to do to make all this happen is is have a lot of new content. Don't uh, duplicate your pins, which means using the same image and the same URL over and over and over again. Um, when you get caught up in doing those kinds of things, you're just going to end up getting flagged by the system. It's totally going to screw with your algorithm and ruin your, um, you know, visibility in the Pinterest feed and in search results, which in my opinion, search results are like far more important to the Pinterest conversation than just simple visibility. Um, and that's why keywords are really important, which we'll head over to that conversation in just a few. But yeah, stop just repinning, friends. Pinterest is not um, being used for business if all you do is share other people's content because then all you're doing is promoting other people's content. Um, and also avoid, once again, sharing the same pins to numerous, numerous boards. It will actually negatively impact things even though, you know, you might think that it would be a good tactic just for additional visibility and distribution. Um, just keep it relevant, keep it tight, and keep it fresh. This is also a good time to note that an effort to cut down on duplicate pins and spammy content, Pinterest has become 
really responsive to banning accounts and dramatically reducing visibility. So if you are pinning a bunch of random pins um, or if you are repinning a bunch of random pins and you're not familiar with like what the source URLs are, which again is a little bit more of the SEO conversation we're going to get into in a second, um, just be aware that Pinterest is hyper aware of the content that you're sharing and that means that you need to be too. Don't distribute and redistribute content that is ultimately going to get flagged as spam because it's, you know, reverting back to that quote I shared last week, it's just more work to do it the wrong way. Okay. Okay, now this podcast is not about SEO, but in my opinion, you cannot miss this part of the Pinterest conversation. If you have solid content that is visual and written, and a solid Pinterest strategy around what, when, how frequently, and all the other important details of creating, distributing, and analyzing your content, then you have immense potential with Pinterest. If all of these pieces of the Pinterest puzzle fit, you will see more views, repins, and most importantly, link clicks. Two of the biggest priorities for improving your SEO ranking are clicks and backlinks. Unlike many other social media platforms where users get lost in the sauce on that platform, most Pinterest users approach this platform expecting to click through to source content. Let's just talk about that for a second. Think about your own behaviors when you're on social media. When you're scrolling through Instagram and going through your explore pages and stories, do you want to click off of the platform? Probably not. You probably want to keep exploring on Instagram. And that's why they've created so many amazing features to keep you on Instagram through IGTV and improved algorithms, etc. Think about the way that you work on Facebook. Do you want to click off of Facebook or do you want to keep scrolling through your feed? More than likely, you want to keep scrolling through your feed. Now, let's think about Pinterest. Maybe you're coming onto the platform to find a tutorial about how to do a certain updo or maybe to find a recipe for dinner tonight. But regardless of why you're coming to Pinterest, you're coming to Pinterest with the, you know, understanding that you may have to click off of the platform to find the content that you're ultimately searching for. Not many social media platforms offer that kind of user experience or kind of inherent user experience. And as marketers, we need to take that into consideration. People are coming onto Pinterest almost expecting to have to click off. So we better have something damn good for them to click off to. And when you do, boy, does it show. I mentioned earlier in the podcast something about quote pictures, and I know it sounds a little silly, but like I personally really enjoy this type of content, kind of always have, and I figured, you know, when I was doing some of my A-B testing, why not create my own branded graphics um, for Perry Rose Media, like with my brand colors and fonts and all that stuff, and it was a way for me to like, you know, kind of get involved in the conversation while keeping things very, you know, still team PRM and um, that ended up working out really freaking well for me because I had so many click-throughs to my website coming off of these graphics that I was making and what I started doing was creating like landing pages through my 
email marketing uh, software where I was creating like, you know, pages for them to kind of get to know Mimi a little bit more, why I'm making these quotes and open up an opportunity to have a conversation. And, you know, even if maybe that's not the type of route that you would go in your in your business, uh, like I said, if you're seeing that these click throughs are happening, um, it's really just a matter of building and building. The cool thing with Pinterest is it doesn't have that same um, kind of deadline that Instagram and Facebook do where a lot of times once something is out there, you have a certain amount of time to really capture the value that you can get from it. And if you don't reach the peak of it, then it kind of just moves on and everybody forgets about it. But there are top performing pins on Pinterest that have been on the platform performing that well for, you know, over five years. Now, of course, that's going to change a little bit with the prioritization by Pinterest for the fresh content. Um, But still important to note that Pinterest is like Pinfinity, Actually, I think like a number of years ago, I took a Pinterest course that was called that. Okay, anyway, here's a quick and dirty guide to SEO and Pinterest. Make sure to include a source URL, especially one that you will not need to update later on every single pin. Pro tip, once a pin goes viral, settings to edit links become disabled. However, most rich pin links can be updated, Um, But like I said, once they go viral, you've lost that opportunity. Second tip, third-party schedulers require source URLs for content posting. If you're scheduling content from other users, double-check their links. Pinterest has really, once again, cracked down on spammy pins um, and getting that caught up in your whole, you know, batch content scheduling will ultimately negatively affect your account's algorithm. So if you see some really goofy URLs, maybe just avoid repinning that altogether. Third tip, use keywords and key phrases in titles and descriptions. I no longer recommend that you use hashtags in your titles, but definitely incorporate them in your descriptions because they're just little click-through destinations. Ultimately, it's what hashtags are. Um, But using keywords and key phrases will not only improve your search results and build relevancy for your account and pins, um, but it will make you so much more available and make your content more available to your target audience, which is exactly what you want, right? Fourth tip, maintain consistency and consistency in your frequency. Not that you need to be frequent. Ideally, your account will share 15 to 20 pins per day, preferably mixing your content with others' content, but prioritize your own content even more now than ever before. There used to be a tip out there that was shared very frequently that said to share um, about 20% of your own created content to 80% of shared content that was already existing on Pinterest as a platform, and that is not good advice anymore at all, you guys. I really would recommend that you're um, actually sharing 20% of other people's content and uploading 80% rich pins. Now, if you're like me and you like to sit down and batch content um, and just get a bunch of work done at once, 
then you need to be using Tailwind. Tailwind is a freaking game changer when it comes to Pinterest. It allows you to schedule content and have it automatically post to your account for you. It gives you analytics on your best performing content um, and so, so, so much more. And I cannot say enough good things about it. It was um, totally necessary for me in my experiment growing my account from 20,000 to 2 million uh, views. And um, it is absolutely essential to my client management systems uh, today. So if you've not used Pinterest, you do get a free trial up front where I think you get a free 100 pins. Um, and those free 100 pins actually is what did get my account to that 2 million at one point. So you will see actually traction coming from those first 100. It's not one of those silly trials where you don't really get to experience what the platform has to offer. But once again, cannot say enough good things about it. They do have other Pinterest um, management softwares out there, but as far as I know, Tailwind is kind of the best. Um, and I love the fact that they also update you with information about what's happening on the platform. And shout out to Tailwind because they actually provided me info that I used in this podcast today. And that concludes our Pinterest conversation. Thank you once again for tuning into the Perry Rose Report. I'm your host, Alex Perry. I could not do this without your guys' support. Um, we just got put onto Apple Podcast and got approved for some additional streaming opportunities. And I just want to say thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think about this episode. Connect with me on Instagram at Perry Rose Media or Alex Perry PR. I'll see you guys later. Have an excellent week.